Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah, inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu, wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina, man yahdihi allahu fahuwa almuhtad, wa min yudlil falahadiya lah, wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allah wahdahu la sharika lah, wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu wa ba'd. Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima allamtana wa zidna ilma. Yaqulu ya laytani qaddamtu li hayati fayawma idhin la yu'adzibu azabahu ahad wala yuthiqu wathaqahu ahad ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutmainnah ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فدخلي في عبادي ودخلي جنتي يقول سبحانه وتعالى يقول يا ليتني فأفتى هي سيد أفتى هي يوم إذن أفتى هي رمينبز يوم يتذكر الإنسان وأنا له الذكرى يقول يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي يقول يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي يقول he says he says it out loud and these words are words of what حسرة words of absolute regret سبحان الله what does he say يقول يا ليتني I wish I wish يا ليتني يعني يا ليتني is I wish I had done something before يا ليت يا ليت this one is in Arabic word يا ليتني يعني I wish that I had قدمت Qaddamtu is to bring forth, or to put forth, or to present forth something. Qaddamtu li hayati. Qaddamtu li hayati. So what he's saying is, I wish that I had, for my hayat al-akhirah, I had brought something, I had brought something forth to it. Yani in this dunya, yani I had done some good a'mal, which I can bring forth, qaddamtu li hayati, for my life. And the life here is not referring to the life of the dunya. He's not referring to the life of the dunya. Because he's acknowledging that it is hayati, my real life. My real life is in the akhirah. Because when you put the two lives together, one is absolutely inconsequential, subhanAllah. 80 years, 90 years, nothing. Compared to what? Eternity. Eternity, ya Rabbil Ibad. Eternity. Ya'ana ya'amma eternally in the hellfire or eternally in Jannah. But he sees himself what? He sees that he's going to the hellfire. And then he says, ya laytani qaddamtu li hayati, my true life. My true life. And subhanallah, when you compare the lives of the dunya and the akhirah, there's no, there's no, yani, there's no comparison. For the dunya, subhanallah, as the, as the shā'ir says, لا طيب للعيش ما دامت منغصة لذاته بأكدار الموت والهرم. Subhanallah, he says, لا طيب للعيش. There's no goodness, there's no beauty, there's no, يعني, there's no, يعني, يعني, loveliness to the عيش, to living. ما دامت منغصة. So long as it is منغصة, it's like corrupted. What is it corrupted with? مُنَغَّصَةٌ لَذَّاتُهُ The pleasures of this dunya are always corrupted with something. What are they? بِأَكْدَارِ الْمَوْتِ وَالْحَرَمِ So long as there's mawt in the hayat and there's old age, then subhanAllah there's no ni'mah that's ever going to be pleasurable to you. There's never ever going to be a ni'mah that's pleasurable for you. If you're always thinking about that one day you're going to die, what ni'mah will you enjoy in this dunya subhanAllah? What ni'mah will you look up to and enjoy subhanAllah? When you know that your masir is going to be in the grave and then you're going to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For so long as death and so long as subhanallah haram, old age, subhanallah, is the, 
the old age where subhanAllah where he was a young young man strong and then he returns back to Ardalil Umar. How he was when he was a child again, subhanAllah. Back when he was young, everyone loved him and cuddled him and, and wanted to be with him, subhanAllah. And when he returned to that same weakness in old age, subhanAllah, if he has children, subhanAllah, who look after him, then he is very fortunate, subhanAllah. Yani, yaqulu, ya laytani, yani, he is regretful of what he used to do, yani, the sins and the disbelief that he had in this dunya. This is why he is regretful when he sees the reality that the things that he should have brought forth on that day were al-iman billah, wal-hasanat, all the good days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is what is going to benefit him on that day. And as we took in, sabbih isma rabbika al-a'la, what did we say right at the end? Bal tu'thiruna al-hayat al-dunya. You prefer what? Al-hayat al-dunya. You prefer the worldly life. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it's not the worldly, not the hayat of the dunya that's beneficial for you. Wal-akhiratu khayrun wa abqa. Khayron, it is better. The hayat of the akhirah is much better for you. It is much better for you from every single aspect. From every single aspect. Fakano is saying that this life in the dunya is just something very temporary. It is very something very temporary. Yaqulu ya laytani qaddamtu li hayati fayawma idhin la yu'adhibu athabahu ahad wa la yuthiqu wathaqahu ahad There's actually two qiraat to this, yes? The first one is the one that you see in your musaf. The ha returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The ha again returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On that day, no one will punish the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day. And on that day, no one will bind the binding of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day. This is the first qira'ah. That means the punishment, the, the, the pronoun returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That means on that day, who's doing the punishing? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That means there will be no punishment like the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any punishment you can think of this dunya pales in comparison to the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day. And any binding in this dunya that you could see of the forms of punishment, it is insignificant in, in to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do on the day of judgment. And subhanAllah, you see those mathal and the torture chambers and what people have become expert in torturing people and punishing people as well. All of those are inconsequential to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared in punishment. This is the first meaning. And then the second one, the second one, la yu'adhabu. La yu'adhabu. The first one was yu'adhabu. The second qira'ah was yu'adhabu. Adhabahu ahad. Wala yu'thaqu wathaqahu ahad. That means what the pronoun here returns to who? Returns to the disbeliever. Yani on that day, no one will receive a punishment as strong as the punishment of this disbeliever. And on that day, no one will be bound like the binding of that disbeliever. So the first one, and, the, and that's the first qira'ah, and this is the second qira'ah. And both of them are correct. And they can mean both of them. But essentially, no one will be punishing like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day. And no one will be receiving a punishment like the disbeliever on that day. And the first one, the pronoun returns to who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That means on that day, no one will punish like Allah. And no one will bind like Allah. And the second one is, on that day, no one will be punished like the disbeliever. And no one will be bound like the disbeliever. But in each case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be punishing them, the maximum punishment, and the, and the disbeliever will be receiving that punishment. So both of the qira'at go together without any contradiction. Both of them go together without any contradiction. So subhanAllah, this, this ayah indicates that if it's on the, the second qira'ah, it implies that it implies that there will be levels of punishment that there will be levels of punishment that means this kafir will not receive a punishment like the other kafir 
There's different grades of punishment. But this is what the second qira'ah implies. And there's many hadith and many ayat in the Quran which show, which show exactly this thing. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, yani he describes the jahannam as being what? Darakat, being levels. And he said about al-munafiqeen, inna al-munafiqeena fi darki al-asfali min al-nar. They are in the bottom level of al-nar. But this goes to show that the ones at the bottom are receiving the worst of the punishment. They are receiving the worst of the punishment. And then in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَهْوَنُ أَهْلِ النَّارِ عَذَابًا مَنْ عَلَيْهِ نَعْلَانِ يَغْلِي مِنْهُمَا الدِّمَاغُهُ وَلَا يَرَى أَنَّ أَحَدًا أَشَدَّ مِنْهُ عَذَابًا He said that the one who will be the softest in punishment. And even the Prophet said that this will be Abu Talib, his uncle, that he will have the least of the punishment. And that will be, he will have na'lan, two, two shoes of, of coals. That means they'll be so hot that his brains will boil from it. His brains will boil. Yani the lowest part of his body that's where the heat will become, will, that's where the source of heat will be, and then it will boil the highest point of his body. body. And they will say that no one is more, يعني, being punished more than me, Yawm al Qiyam. And this, the Prophet ﷺ said that this is the softest punishment there is of, of the people of the hellfire. And Shaykh ibn Uthaymin subhanAllah gave a very, very strong istimbat. He said, SubhanAllah, if their head is boiling, يعني, what about the, the, the middle of their body, SubhanAllah? If, this, if the heat, if the source of heat is reaching their head, and that's the highest point, what about the middle of their body? It must be burning even more, and they must be feeling even more pain from the middle of their body as a result of these two calls. يعني, the, wathaq, the wathaq is the form of punishment, Yom Al-Qiyamah. The wathaq is like the binding, when Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala ties them. We said that the, 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 the disbelievers in the hellfire, they don't have the freedom of movement. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will shackle them and will chain them. يعني the ayah says ثم في سلسلة ذرعها سبعون ذراعا فاسلكوا then in a silsila a chain of fire wrap him around سبعون ذراع 70 ذراع cubits يعني I think the, the ذراع is this measurement but whether it's the ذراع of this dunya or the ذراع of the akhirah Allah alam for the ظاهر is the ذراع of the akhirah which is a lot bigger subhanallah سبعون ذراعا remember the kafir will be enlarged one, just one tooth of the kafir will be what the size of Mount Uhud what does that say about the rest of his body? فَرُبَّمَا ذِرَاءِ is much bigger than this, subhanAllah. سَبْعُونَ ذِرَاءً فَسْلُكُوا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wraps him in the alpha. So no binding will be as strong as that binding يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ نَسْأَلُ اللَّهِ السَّلَامُ وَالْعَافِيَةِ يَا أَيَّتُهَا النَّفْسُ الْمُطْمَئِنَّةِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now goes to show about what the results of those who believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what will be said to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be said to them. And this is, subhanAllah, you've got to understand that the siyaq of these ayat is talking at the time of their death and it's talking, and then towards the end it is talking after the hisab has finished. So it's addressing them as they are dying and then right at the end it is talking about them when the hisab is finished and they are entered into Jannah. For when he says, Ya ayyatuha nafsu al-mutma'inna Ya ayyatuha al-nafs al-mutma'inna Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is when they will be addressing it. And if you remember, it was nashitati nashta. What does the nashitati nashta mean? When the angels pull out the soul with ease. And we remember if we said that that's when the malaika will come to them and said, Ukhruji ya ayyatuha nafsul mutma'inna. Nafsul mutma'inna. Yani the, the, the content soul. For when, it, when it, subhanallah, the mouth is, is difficult. And the nafs doesn't want to go out if it, if it sees, subhanAllah, that it has disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it sees what's awaiting it. But when it sees the angels reassuring it, come out, ya nafsul mutma'inna, you, you reassured soul, then what? Then it becomes content and it is, and it comes out easily. It comes out easily, it is not resisting. It is not resisting. So this is what it said to them, ya ayyatuhal 
Nafsu al-mutma'inna ukhruji ya ayyatuha nafsu al-mutma'inna. And then subhanallah he said that the nafsu al-mutma'inna is the nafs of the believer. Is the nafs of the believer. There is no soul, there is no nafs more content and more assured than the nafs of, of the believer. And the hadith that we took in the khutbah today, ajaban li amri al-mu'min. Ajaban, the amr of the believer. Amazing is the, the, the amr of the believer. Yani all his amr is khair. Inna amra kullu khair. If some bad happens to him, what does he do? He's patient. And he knows that this is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if something good happens to him, what does he say? He's thankful to Allah saying this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for that there is khair in this and there is khair in that. But subhanallah, whatever, subhanallah, this is a very hard level to reach, subhanallah. Yani when bad comes to you, you go, this is from Allah, I'm content with this, subhanallah. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will yani, lift this bala off me, and this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes the test is not in you. Sometimes it's method in your family or in your wealth or something else, subhanallah, which are very close to you and you might have an affinity to them, subhanallah. But this is very hard, subhanallah, to reach this level. But this is a nafsul mutma'inna, the one that is content with the qada of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever happens. And as subhanallah, yani the, subhanallah the, the, the ulama, they used to say, we mentioned this before as well, لَوْ يَعْلَمُ الْمُلُوكُ وَأَبْنَاءُ الْمُلُوكُ مَا نَحْنُ فِيهِ لَجَالَدُونَ عَلَيْهِ بِالسُّورِ If the kings and the sons of the kings, يعني the princes, they knew what we were upon. They knew what we were upon from يعني طمأنينة النفس, a really short soul, subhanallah. You see the Malik, mashallah, he has the positions, all of them in the whole world. And you see, he's still worried and he's still stressed out and he's still, subhanAllah, and he's still miserable. And he's, but you see, Mathalan Miskin, subhanAllah, he's earning, he's got a he's very simple life, subhanAllah. And subhanAllah, he carries his iman in his heart and he's, subhanAllah, he's content. And subhanAllah, musibah after musibah comes to him and he says, Alhamdulillah, this is a test from Allah, this is a test from Allah. And he's content, subhanAllah, because he has a high objective. He has a higher objective. He knows the purpose of his life. He knows that this life is not all roses and flowers and red carpets and things like this, subhanAllah. He knows that Labud, there has to be difficulties in it. So they, they said, لَوْ يَعْلَمُوا وَأَبْنَاءُ الْمُلُوكُ If the kings and the sons of the kings knew what we had in our heart, لَجَالَدُونَ عَلَيْهِ بِالسُّيُوفِ They would have fought us with us with the suyuf. If they knew how content we were, subhanAllah. How content we were. And Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, subhanAllah. Shaykh Ibn Adami gave the story of Ibn Taymiyyah. SubhanAllah, he was jailed so many times, Ibn Taymiyyah, because he always spoke the kalima of the haqq, and always he went against the sultan. The sultan would say something, and Ibn Taymiyyah would say, no, sorry, that's not the case, SubhanAllah. And he wasn't afraid to say it, SubhanAllah. And they jailed him many times. The fuqaha, they jailed him, and, and, and SubhanAllah, when they jailed him and they closed the, the, the key to his door, what did he say? He gave the, he gave the, he quoted the ayah, he said, uh, in Surah Al-Hadid, فَضُرِبَ بَيْنَهُمْ بِسُورٍ لَهُ بَابٍ بَاطِنُهُ فِيهِ الرَّحْمَةِ وَظَاهِرُهُ مِنْ قِبَلِهِ الْعَذَابِ This is the ayah in, in Surah Al-Hadid on Yawm Al-Qiyamah when the munafiqeen, they will see the believers and they see the light of the believers and how they'll see that their light is very, very weak. Yes? And then uh, they will say to the believers, let us take ضَرُونَ نَقْتَبِسْ مِنْ نُورَ Let us take from your light. فَضُرِبَ بَيْنَهُمْ بِسُورٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put, a, will put a barrier between them and that in, this, in this barrier there's a door. باطنه فيه الرحمة. He says inside the inside, يعني the side which is closest to the believers, there is mercy. وظاهره and on the other side is من ومن قبله العذاب. There is عذاب on the other side. فابن تيمية he quoted this ayah. He said when you close the door, باطنه فيه الرحمة. There is رحمة inside. Because of my heart, what my heart is is where I carry my iman. وظاهره من قبله العذاب. That's where all the adab and where the people are upset and they are all, subhanAllah, being punished in their hearts and they are miserable and anxious, subhanAllah. 
And he said his, his famous words, subhanAllah, ma, ma yasna'u a'da'ibi. What can my enemies do to me? He said, jannati fi qalbi. He said, my jannah is in my heart. My jannah is in my heart. Yani my iman and my yaqeen and my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what I know of the haq, it is in my heart. What can they do? Can they, they're going to pull my heart out and take out the, my yaqeen in my heart. He said, subhanAllah, this is the beauty. My jannati fi qalbi. My jannah is in my qalb. My jannah is in my qalb. And then he said, jannati fi qalbi. Or jannati fi sadri. وَإِنَّ حَبْسِي خُلْوَ He said, when they put me in prison, it's like a khulwa. Sometimes, subhanAllah, you've got so many responsibilities in the dunya, your family and your job and, and you just want some free time, subhanAllah. You just want some, some free time. He said, حَبْسِي خُلْوَ He said, I've got this free time now. I've got my time to worship Allah and to revise my notes and to, and to read and, and, and to do what I want to do. وَحَبْسِي خُلْوَ and then he said, وَنَفْيِ سِيَاحَ And if you kick me out of the country, it's a siyaha. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm traveling the lands of Allah. Yani, even if you kick me out, I will still yani, be upon my din. And then he said, وَقَتْلِ شَهَادَ And if you kill me, I'm in a state, I'm a shaheed, inshaAllah. And then what are you going to do with me? مَا يَفْعَلُ أَعْدَائِبِ What can my enemies do to me? Yani, subhanAllah, this is the believer, subhanAllah. When they have this yaqeen in their heart, nothing can harm them. Let the whole dunya crash, crash down, and subhanAllah, they, their iman is in their heart, subhanAllah. They are the happiest of people. يَا أَيَّتُهَا النَّفْسُ الْمُطْمَئِنَّةِ ارْجِعِي إِلَىٰ رَبِّكِ رَاضِيَةً مَرْضِيَّةِ ارْجِعِي يعني return we're still talking about يعني when the person is dying it will be said to her ارْجِعِي إِلَىٰ رَبِّكِ ارْجِعِي return back to Allah سبحانه وتعالى يعني إلى جوار الله سبحانه وتعالى the closeness of Allah سبحانه وتعالى يعني to the, the, the Jannah سبحانه this is going to be your this is going to be your abode for even if they are entered into the grave, the qabr is rawdatun min riyad al-jannah for them. Irji'i ila rabbiki, ila rabbiki, your rabb, the rabb who rabbak, and he gave you all the ni'am. And from the biggest of ni'am is what? Is that he guided you to the haqq, and that you died upon the haqq. And this is rububiyya khasa for the believers. This is a rububiyya. For the rububiyya al-amma, everyone gets the rububiyya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everyone gets sustenance and wealth and, and something to eat and a shelter over their head. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even for the smallest of animals and the biggest of animals. They are under the rububiyya of Allah. But the rububiyya al-khasa, the specific rububiyya, is only for the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts iman in their heart and grants them steadfastness and gives them the ilm and nafi' and they, they stay upon this and they stay steadfast upon this until they die. Irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan. Radiyatan. Radiyatan mardiyya. Radiyan, that means it is content, it is happy with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for it and what has given it of the jannah. Radiya. Radiya. Who wouldn't be radi with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them? Radiyatan mardiyya. Mardiyya. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with that as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also pleased with it. Mardiyya. And pleasing to Allah. He is pleased with it and what it has achieved of the goodness. And this is like Kamaqal Allah ta'ala. رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوا عَنْهُ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah. Not يعني, pleased with Allah because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't require any validation from anyone, anyone to be pleased with him. But they are pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them. They are pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them. اِرْجِعِي إِلَىٰ رَبِّكِ رَاضِيَةً مَرْضِيَّةً فَدُخُلِي فِي عِبَادِي So this is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell it. فَدُخُلِي فِي عِبَادِي يعني في جملة عبادي الصالحين Go into the Zumrah, go into the group of my ibad, the righteous ibad. Yes, the ones who an'amta alayhim. In Surah Al-Fatiha, what do we say? اِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ 
So these are the three categories of people Yawm Al-Qiyamah. The first ones are the ones that Allah Taala is pleased and the other two are the ones whom Allah Taala is displeased with. مغضوب عليهم ودبسال مغضوب عليهم They're the ones who knew the haq but they didn't practice the haq. And he said anyone from my ummah who does this فيه شبهم باليهود He has a resemblance to the yahud. And there are people in this نسأل الله السلام والعافية who know the haq and they don't practice it. ونربما sometimes we are of these people نسأل الله السلام والعافية ولا الضالين The ضالين who are the ضالين The ones who went astray who worshipped Allah سبحانه وتعالى without knowledge. Who worshipped Allah without knowledge. They invented things in their deen ما أنزل الله بها من سلطان. You say, مثلاً, they have this, you know, they, they, a connection with Allah, but they, they, they worship Allah upon ignorance. مثلاً, you go to their churches now, what are their churches now? They, see, they get up and they read a book and they sing. To them, all of their deen, what is now singing, subhanAllah. Well, they went astray, subhanAllah, in this regard. And then anyone like the Nasara and whoever is, who acts upon it, who acts upon without knowledge in this deen, has shabah, his resemblance to the Nasara. For the ones whom Allah, subhanAllah, they are who, الذي أنعم عليهم. The one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored from the nabiyyin, wa siddiqin, wa shuhada, wa salihin, as is in the surah al-anam. Fadukhuli fi ibadi, wa dukhuli jannati. So this is right at the end when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hisab has finished. And la-rubbama, there was no, not even any hisab. They entered jannah without hisab. Udkhuli jannati. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, enter my jannah. Enter, udkhuli jannati. And here, what do you say? Jannati. This ya is what? Is a possessive noun. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is attributing the Jannah to, to himself. He's saying, this is my Jannah. This is my Jannah. Enter my Jannah. And when something is attributed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it gives it what? It gives it honor. It gives it sharaf. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is attributing something to himself, then this thing is a thing of honor, great honor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that this is his. This is his Jannah. That's the first thing. It gives it honor. And the second thing is, is that it shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is looking after the Jannah. And what he has prepared for, he has taken great, yani, great heed to make sure that what is in the Jannah is perfect and, and appropriate for his believing servants. And he's looking, you know, when you're concerned, if you're concerned about something, you make sure that it's, you have guests coming over and you make sure that your house is tidy and clean and, and make sure that everything is in the right place. For similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking after the Jannah, making sure that it is appropriate and it is good for the, the, the believers. For this goes to show that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is attributing the Jannah to himself. And similarly, the Masajid, what, is, what are the Masajid called? Buyutillah, the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does that tell you? That these are places of honor. That these are places of honor. And that we should want to come to the Masajid because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worshipped and the Tawheed of Allah is established and, and there, is, there is great yani, virtue in attending the Masajid because they are the houses of Allah. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attributes it to himself, that means there's great honor to this thing. And then subhanAllah, we will just quote this hadith at the end, yani, achieving Jannah is easy for the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made easy. So subhanAllah, the Sahabi, he came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Dullani ala amalin jannah. He said, show me some actions which will lead me to Jannah. And what did the Prophet say? He said, it is easy for the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy for them. Yes, and then he told them, he told him, you can that you worship Allah, you don't associate with it. He gave him these simple things subhanAllah to start off with. He said, it's easy, Jannah is easy, لِمَنْ يَسَّرَهُ الله. So how come we're finding it so hard? How come we're finding it so hard? We always say, getting Jannah is so hard, subhanAllah. 
But here the Prophet is saying, Jannah is easy. Liman yassarahullah. Whoever Allah SWT has made it easy for them. So what is preventing us from getting the ease of Jannah? Love of the dunya. Halum majar. Shubuhat. Shahawat. Ammara. Nafs ammara. Bissu'u. Ta'ulu baynana wa bayna. Bayna deenina. This is what is preventing us from getting the, yani, the full benefit of our deen. Yani a nafs which orders us to do evil, subhanAllah. And it is inclined towards the evil. And a shahwa and a desire that we have in our hearts, which is corrupting our heart. And a shubha and a misunderstanding and a misconception in the deen. It plays in our heart and we start innovating in the religion, subhanAllah. We understand something wrong in the religion. And all of these come between us and between implementing our deen easily. That's why Jannah is, is hard. And subhanAllah, if you want Jannah, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make Jannah easy for you. You know, to attain Jannah, when he says, Yasirun liman yassarahullah, that means the things that get you into Jannah aren't hard to do. They're not something that you need to method and spend lots of hour, man hours doing them and you need to have great strength to do them and you need to be method and a superhuman being to do them. It's not saying that they're hard in that regard. And the takalif of Islam is, subhanAllah, you pray your five times of salah. And then you give your zakat and you have tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're not something you know, no, no one can achieve subhanAllah or only a specific number of people can achieve. Everyone can achieve these things. But there are things, there are barriers which prevent you from achieving their full potential. The full potential of these takalib. Alright, we'll be there. We finish Alhamdulillah Surah Al-Fajr. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu